What's going on, friends? You are listening to the Trinity Fit Podcast. And in this episode, I want to talk about how to create your own workout or fitness program. I think this is a very important skill to have and to practice because it helps you become more self-sufficient with your workouts and your training programs. I myself and a lot of clients that I've worked with have expressed to me that somewhere along their journey, they got stuck and they just didn't know what to do and they end up falling off entirely. You know, all the work that they've put in kind of just goes to waste. And that's a really frustrating place to be. Speaking from experience, it's it can be a tough position to find yourself in. So I wanna share some insights that will help you work on developing this skill or practice yeah, let's get right into it. So how to get started. The first thing you want to do if you're stuck and you're kind of being pulled in a lot of different directions because there's so much information out there. The first thing you want to do is just refocus on your goal. What exactly do you want to do? Do you want to build strength? Do you want to build muscle? Do you want to burn fat? What is the overall goal that you want to accomplish? Um, it's important to clearly identify exactly what you want to do so that you can align the right principles to the daily practices and the training regimens that you do during your workouts. Once you figure that out, once you decide, it's like I mentioned, just a matter of structuring your program with the best training variables or approaches that fit your goal and keep you moving down that path. So let's talk about the training variables first. The training variables are pretty much the conditions or the methods of the workout. Every program out there has specific methods within the program that you are following. Things like the exercise choices, the sets and reps, rest periods, different variables that are different within each program that create a specific change or response within your body. So I want to go through some of the variables. I'm going to keep it basic and to the fundamentals, kind of like what you need to know or like the minimal effective dose so that you can go about that path and just practice, create different workouts, create different programs for yourself and see what your body responds to best. So the first variable is the sets and the reps. The idea behind the sets and reps is you're trying to stimulate your body in a way where it responds with a specific result. Your sets per exercise, three to five sets can be enough to get the right stimulation you need from your muscles and it can get them to respond in a way that you want. So three to five sets per exercise is good. And we'll talk a little bit more about what exactly to do and how to execute each set in terms of your tempo or the amount of reps that you do. But first, the sets per exercise, three to five is good enough to get your muscles to respond. Now let's zoom out a little bit and think about the total amount of sets. The total amount of sets is just however many sets you do for the whole workout, 14 to 20 plus. And that, that'll be dependent upon how experienced you are, how well you can do the exercises, and also how heavy or intense you're going within each set. 14 to 20 is good. The next variable, exercise choices. So to keep it basic, you got two kinds of lifts. You got compound lifts, and then isolation lifts. The compound lifts are exercises that incorporate more than one muscle. Things like uh, bench press, squat, deadlift, a row. Isolation lifts are exercises that work primarily on one muscle. So for example, a bicep curl, tricep extension, leg extension. Those exercises are really just isolating that one set of muscles. Now, one thing that I have found to be useful in just increasing overall fitness level is to incorporate both, get both kinds of exercises in your workout. I like to start with the compound lifts because compound lifts take a little bit more energy because they involve more muscle groups. It's a good idea to start with the compound lifts and then end with the isolation lifts. So you can start with one or two compound exercises for three to five sets working with the specific type of rep range that you want to use and then finish with some isolation movements. 
Another thing you want to think about when programming your own sets and reps for your workout is think about the goal that you want. So if your goal is strength, you want to keep your rep ranges anywhere between one and five with high intensity or high weight. If your goal is to build muscle, then you want to use a rep range of around eight to 12. You can even go up to 15 or 25. If you are going on the higher end of reps though, don't go too heavy. The idea of hypertrophy or muscle building is to stimulate your muscles so that you can build more muscle tissue. So that's why it takes a little bit more reps so that you can really focus on getting the right contraction and feeling the muscles in the right areas and then overstimulating it in a way that breaks the muscle down so that it can create more muscle tissue. So when you set up your sets and reps for your workout, think about what you want to do and adjust it accordingly. So here's an example workout of someone who wants to build muscle, right? So say they have an upper body day where they're just working out upper body. They can start with the bench press you know, four sets of eight reps at high intensity. And when, when we're thinking about the weight that you're using and the intensity, it's intense if by that last rep, you can only do maybe one or two more without breaking your form. If that's what it feels like during an exercise, you're stimulating your body enough. So the first exercise being a bench press, four sets, eight reps at a high intensity. By that eight reps, you probably can only do like one more. As long as you're in that rep range of the muscle building requirement or the hypertrophy requirement, you're good. So after the bench press, you can go to a dumbbell shoulder press for four sets, eight reps at high intensity. So again, when you're doing the exercise by that eight reps, you don't have any more left or maybe one or two more. After that, you can go to a bent over row with a barbell. Now, since you already hit a good amount of high intensity sets in total with the first two exercises, you got eight in already out of the 14 to 20 range per workout, you can go to bent over row, four sets, 10 reps at a moderate intensity. So since it's at a moderate intensity, you can get a little bit more reps. And since the goal is to build muscle, you could do 10 plus reps at moderate intensity. Just as long as when you get to that 10, 12, 15 reps, you're feeling like you're getting a good stimulation and it's tough. It's challenging. You can also think of intensities in a way where you're perceiving your exertion by the end. So a moderate intense set by that last rep, you probably only have three or four reps left in the tank. And since your goal is to build muscle, as long as you're in that rep range of eight to 15 plus, you're getting the right stimulation in the tissues. So after the bent over row, you can do a bicep curl, right? At three sets of 12 with light to moderate intensity. And if you're noticing, it's going from high intensity to moderate to light within the workout because as you go through the workout, you will run out of steam. So you can switch it to light to moderate intensity as long as you're staying within that rep range and getting a good sweat going and you're working hard through these sets and you're really feeling the right areas work, you're doing the right thing. And then you can finish the workout with some tricep pushdowns if you're working upper body, three sets of 12 in that same light to moderate intensity. And then if you want, you can finish with some core exercises or some light cardio to cool your body down. So that's an example of an upper body day for someone who wants to build muscle. So there's a lot of different ways you can structure your own workouts. It's really just thinking about the sets and reps, the intensities, and then the exercise choices. If you have those three things in place, you can make progress. And going back to the total amount of sets for that workout, that's 18 sets. So you're still in that range of getting a, an efficient workout in. Now there are more variables that you can implement into your workout, like time under tension, 
Time under tension is pretty much just how long you're taking to complete each rep. If you want to build muscle, time under tension would be beneficial to use. And that would mean just doing the reps slow. And if you can focus more on the eccentric portion, um, that would be good for you too. The eccentric portion is pretty much just kind of like the stretching of the muscles. So if you're doing a bicep curl, the eccentric portion is the lowering of the weight. So going slowly on that eccentric is, is good. And it has been proven to stimulate the tissues in a way where you will build muscle after they recover. But like I said, we don't have to get too crazy with it. Just start off by choosing exercises, working in the right rep ranges and feeling out the intensities and trying that for a couple weeks. And once you start to see progress, or if you don't, then make the necessary adjustments. Another thing I forgot to mention is your rest periods. Your rest periods are important. So with your rest periods, if you're working with a lot of weight in the, the strength range, you might need a little bit more rest before you do the next set. So one to three minutes is okay. I like to keep it on the shorter end, but feel it out. See what your body responds well to. Try it out for a couple of weeks. See how it works for you. If you're working in the rep range of muscle building or hypertrophy, then you can get away with just doing 30 to 60 seconds of rest because to build muscle, remember it's the time under tension, it's the quality of reps that you're doing. And if you're working with light to moderate weight, you can tax your muscle a little bit more. So that's a basic rundown with rest periods. Think about those as well when you're creating your workouts and programs. Another variable is progressive overload. This one's very important. Progressive overload is the practice of increasing one of the variables, whether it be sets, reps, or the intensity every week or every session. For example, with that workout that I had mentioned for the upper body, if your bench press, you're doing four sets of eight, I think is what I said. Progressive overload would be the following week or the following upper body day, you're increasing your reps or your set or the weight by a little bit. Placing your body under that progressive stress is what kind of drives your body to adapt and change and transform. So progressive overload, very important. Think about that when you're structuring your programs. So two example structures that you can use to make your workouts and kind of just plug in different exercises and applying the different variables. The two programs that you can use and I think are good for all levels to just practice or try is the full body split and then the upper lower split. So a full body split is pretty much every session you're working your whole body and then you would just plug in the exercise choices and then whatever variables that are aligned with your goal into the full body workouts. So full body workouts, three to five days a week. If you're eating right, you can get some good results with that. The upper lower split, one day you're doing upper body, another day you're doing the lower body. So you're switching between the two during each workout. And once you have an idea of what you wanna do and which program structure you wanna use, whether it be full body or upper lower, it's just a matter of getting creative, plugging in the variables, plugging in the exercises, plugging in the rests, and then trying it out for a good amount of time, at least a month. See how your body responds to that and then adjust accordingly. That being said, this will take some consistency. Take it day by day, just show up, get your work in and, and see where you end up four weeks later. Once you get to that four weeks, then you can readjust. You can throw in different exercises, try different weights, try different sets and rep schemes, try different rest periods. The fun is in the journey. Try not to think too hard about the destination. One good quote I've heard about consistency is if you're looking at a, a tall staircase, right? And you're so focused on 
that top stairs, you can trip and fall on one of the steps leading up to there. So try not to focus too hard on your destination. Just focus on showing up each day and getting the work that you've planned for yourself in. Bring your effort and little by little, you'll get closer to that top step. Try to remember there is no one approach fits all when it comes to fitness and getting results. There are foundational principles, but there is no one way that works. So try to practice fitting in the principles in your own program, practice it in your own way, see how your body responds, and then run with that. So I hope this helps you out. If you found it helpful, make sure you follow the podcast for future episodes. Also, if you have any questions, make sure you reach out. I'm always down to help you out and see how I can be of service to you and help you get closer to your goals. And yeah, thanks for listening. I'll talk to you soon.